Hi. Welcome to the real world, bitch. (laughs) Welcome in. It's me, Claire. How was uh, your birthday, Miss Thing? Claire just celebrated a very special birthday. Yes, I turned 36. 36. It was good. It was very low key. But it was a nice day. Very special. Celebrating a birthday back home. Oh, my Um, gosh. Yeah, that's the first time you've been able to do that in... A Ages. long time. Yeah. So I was with my, well, I went to work and everything was normal. It was Valentine's day, of course. Yes. So there was, Aww. we had a Valentine's, um, uh, exchange among the ladies in the office. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's very, That's apparently so it's something the they've always done. And so we all made our own little, like, like elementary school style, our little boxes for people to come by and put Valentine's in. And it was like a people committed. I mean, it was like very cute. And so that was work. And then honestly, that would be really fun to make. I know that's actually so cool. And Claire works in a very, like a pretty serious office now, like a pretty serious location. And so this is very shocking to me. (laughs) I know I'm like, they, these are people who care about making the workplace a fun place to be, or a place where you at least feel like, I don't know. It's worth yeah. 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 You treat it well and appreciate it. And just kind of like, we like each other. So Isn't um, that fun. It Isn't is. it? <laughs> what a concept. What, what a concept. What a nice thing to feel. Oh, yeah. Well, good. I just had yeah, dinner with my parents, just me, my mom and my dad. And we were, I love that. Yeah. So it was fun. My mom made a little heart cake. I saw your post. I was like, oh, so, so cute. cute. And uh, my mom has a, a tradition or kind of a tradition now that I'm the youngest. And so my brothers are older than me. So we're all quite up there in terms of birthday candle, uh, needs. And mm. so instead of getting the number of birthday candles, she always just adds the two numbers together. So I got nine candles and she always gets so tickled by that. She's like, all right, tell me how old are you turning 36 and what's three plus six? Nine. Oh okay. And then she'll happy birthday. <laughs> I don't think she plans it, but she does it the same way every time. And she thinks it's so funny. So yeah, it was really, it was a really sweet birthday and good. Now I'm just sailing into my late thirties. Oh gosh. No, you're still in the mid thirties. Mid. Yeah. Whatever. I would say 36, 37. Although honestly, don't you finally feel like an adult? Like in my thirties, like in my twenties, I truly felt like I was masquerading as an adult. And at some point I was going to get caught and they were going to send me back to elementary school. Yes. No, I was just talking about this with our friend Katie is talking about our, like, I would never go back and do my twenties ever again. I had a particularly turbulent time (laughs) through the mid twenties. And then, yeah, it's like, I, I mean, I've always been, I think I've always kind of known who I was and I've always been pretty independent, but I didn't feel like I had like the right to be myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's a unique experience to me or women or what, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it was around like, honestly, I remember thinking like around 34, I was like, I'm an adult, like 34 is a grown up age. And then 35, was fine. And then 36, I don't know. I feel no, I feel nothing. I mean, I feel like no <laughs> weirdness about, I feel nothing. I feel nothing. I'm dead, I'm dead inside. I'm dead I, inside now. I just, I'm happy to be 36 and I'm 
not shy about it. I think I was a little shy about my age when I was in Lexington because I was oftentimes around a lot of younger people, or sometimes I feel embarrassed that I look a little younger, or maybe I act a little younger than I am. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> um, but but I just embarrassed. I, yeah. Well, and I just I heard I've heard this saying before, but I heard it like two weeks ago. And for some reason it really stuck is just that getting older is a privilege. And so Mm -hmm. I really have taken that to heart in a way lately. And I agree. So yeah, birthday. Well, good. Well, you are fabulous at 36 and 36 is a fantastic age. It is an adult woman and knows what she wants. Three plus six is nine. Nine. (laughs) Very good. Very good. You can all do math. No I more know. math questions. We can. Please. Yes, that's it. That, that yeah, no includes more. the math portion of our podcast. Thank you. Yes. All right. Wait, Excellent. Well, what time since we were good? I thought y'all were frozen. Oh, you froze for a second for me. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Rue's chewing on the wire behind you, isn't he? Yeah. He's just like, screw this he's podcast. <laughs> no, he's back there cleaning himself. Oh, he's cleaning. Well, Claire, I was going to say, I'm raising a wine glass to you for your birthday. Uh oh. Uh oh. Because, Jacqueline, I didn't even realize it until last night. What? Yesterday, Jacqueline and I were at a shoot at a coffee shop in Lexington called Lucy Brown. Hmm. And so we were making, they were teaching Lee and I, my TV co host, how to make like espressos, like and a real cappuccino and a real like iced coffee, like espresso and and all this stuff. Well, then they were like, hey, let's teach you guys how to make espresso martinis. Not thinking at all. We make them, they look amazing. Jacqueline's there with us. So she's our taste tester. Then we get done, we're all tasting them. Didn't even notice that I was drinking them along with everyone else. Like just taking sips of them, enjoying it. And I was like, last no. night I was thinking oh about God, it. And I, I was like, what about that too? Didn't think about it whatsoever during, after nothing. Cause yeah. it was just tasting it. And so then today I was like, well, at the time of this recording, it's February 16th. So I made it 15 days. So 15 days is good. So I feel yeah, good about it. So, enough. you know, it's better than zero. So now I'm just tonight. I thought I'm going to have a glass of wine while we do the podcast. Well, thank you. Appreciate it's in honor of Claire, the privilege of gr- growing older yes. and more fabulous by the year. That's what are you so drinking heavy. tonight, Claire? What are you having? I'm finishing off. I just had, I, I, this was given to me. It's like a bottle of pre-made Manhattan. Mix. Oh, cool. Is it good? It, it is good. It's made by the company. I think it's called high West. I don't know. I, it, they were smaller, little, I, it was like a holiday gift set. Um, and yeah, it, it is tasty, but oh, good. I don't really know much about it, but that's what it is. Yum. What about you, Jacqueline? I am drinking um, a red blend. I actually um, oh. picked up this red blend today from one of our favorite uh, wine bars here in Lexington called The Breeze. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I was over, um, for those of you who aren't familiar, the breeze is in this place called gray line station. Um, and it's basically just like a big, um, like warehouse looking building that has a bunch of different stalls. It used to be a bus station, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a bunch of different, um, like small, like locally owned businesses inside, um, that have different stands. There's all kinds of things like jewelry and makeup and food. And now there's these different little restaurants and there's this wine bar in there that, um, the three of us and a bunch of our other friends love to go to. And I was there, 
I'm at Grayline today for a marketing event with women's group that I'm in um, here in Lexington. So I stopped at the breeze and like had a glass of wine afterwards and like picked up a couple bottles. So that was the one I'm drinking. And it's one of, awesome. one of the ones I feel like the three of us have drank this together, but it's called Boomtown. It's the red blend. Mm-hmm. I feel like our favorite bartender, Spence, has Spence. recommended. Um, I know him at all. So <laughs> yeah, that's speaking of birthdays at the breeze, Claire, if you feel comfortable sharing, you too. <laughs> If not, then no. I mean, Claire and Jacqueline just celebrated part of Claire's birthday at the breeze last year. That's all. That's the whole story. Everything's uh, fine. That wasn't the first place though. So I'm saying, oh, oh no, we were there in like the late afternoon and we went to brunch before, um, and our whole group was in news at this time. And there was like three impending snowstorms coming that week. And we were like, all I'm saying is I was at the breeze very late and I was live on television. Very very, very, very early Mm -hmm. for many Um, hours. And several of us were sitting at Claire's birthday brunch. Oh yeah. Um, in a zoom meeting about reporting. (laughs) 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 Oh yeah. No storms. (laughs) And if you ever saw a particular promo about a particular station's winter weather coverage, and you saw me just know I was going through it that day. <laughs> I was pretty excited to get home. Oh um, gosh. Isn't that the best? Whenever you're not feeling great at work for whatever reason, when you get home, you're just like, thank God, literally like Lord, thank you. I made it through this day. Like it can be a honestly, sinus infection. It can be having a little too weather. much fun. And in the, oh, weather. and in snow. And it's like, oh, it, like by the end of it, you were like, like, I feel like every time I've done that, which isn't very often, but I've done it a couple <clears> times and every time I've done it, I'm like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get, I don't think I'm going to get through this. And then I just feel yeah. like I have, I'm having an outer body experience the entire time. Oh, and yeah. then at the end, I'm like, I'm going to get Chick-fil-A and McDonald's and I'm going to get a <laughs> Coke and then I'm going to get a sweet tea. And then I'm going to like lay in bed and like watch TikTok for five hours. <laughs> this is actually going to be the greatest afternoon of my life. <laughs> And I just want to say, because uh, I f- we have the freedom to say it now that you say, don't it. worry. We too, those of us who have been active participants in that um, nonstop winter weather coverage, we too think it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> too Scream it from the rooftops. Scream it's it just, from the rooftops. Don't worry. We're literally coming on TV being like, well, what the hell am I going to say now? Because oh, yeah. I've said what it What is all? there to say? Yeah. Like when how I'm much? Just, it's like, this is my eighth live shot. What else am I going to say? Yeah, yeah. It's cold out here. Don't oh. come outside yet. Here I am driving myself around. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's it like, makes no sense. It's like, we, again, to we, echo last week, local news is broken. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, Very broken. What are you having to drink, Haley? Um, I'm having, it's from, so Matt and I, my husband, we joined a, we got a mailer for it and we joined, and it sounds way hoity toitier than it is. We joined the wall street journal wine club because, so it's basically where they send, we got like a discount board in the mail. So we signed up for it and it was like 3 million percent off or something the first month. Basically they just send you a box of pre-selected pretty nice wines once every like three months. And they send 12 bottles 
and I think it breaks down to like $16 a bottle or something, but they're ones that like you tell them your preferences, like red wine, white wine, champagne, Did you that have kind to of take thing. A quiz? Yes. So we had to, I had to take kind of a quiz and then you can also go in and like, if the quiz didn't come out exactly, like I could pick, cause like, I hate like Riesling Moscato, anything like that. And they sent a couple of those the first time. And I was like, Oh no, mm-mm, no. Mm-hmm. So this is from a this is actually one that I did not love, but I'm trying to finish it. It's a Zinfandel. And so it looks red, but it's more, I don't know. And the, I can't remember what the brand was, but it's fine. This was the last of the bottle and I'd opened it. Well, technically I probably shouldn't be drinking it, but I feel bad yeah. throwing wine away. Yeah. So it's fine. It's a Zinfandel. It's pretty, it's okay. Um, but anyway, look into it, people, if you want to see it. It's nice because Anytime we go to someone else's house, I can always grab a bottle of wine off our wine rack because I know it's going to be there and I know it's going to be actually pretty good because it came from that wine club. Um, And if we have people over. That's when buying wine can be scary is when I have to take it somewhere. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, no, I drink it. But (laughs) would you? Me too. I'm like, are they just uh, if they. Oh, gosh. It's like when Jan, Jan from the office, when Pam brings Jan wine and Jan's like, oh, this will be nice for cooking. And Pam's like, okay. Hey, don't not cooking wine. It can be delicious to drink. <laughs> Claire, I accidentally drank cooking wine at a family gathering one time. And I was very embarrassed because my aunt said, who drank the cooking wine? And it was like, me. Okay. It I was thought it was me. normal wine. <laughs> Look, okay. Sorry. Okay. God, I love that story. So Called good. being salt of the I, earth. Okay. <laughs> several of those little wine clubs like that. And I feel like I need to join one. Yeah. I actually really like it. And it's like any of those clubs, you can pause it if in case you've got too many, but yeah, I, I like it. Cause it's introducing us to wines we'd never would have had, but also, yeah, great to take places. Great to, and people are over, I can crack one open and be like, let's all try it together. Never had this one. Great. Join the breeze wine club. I know. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I honestly, I really need to do that. Because- yeah. Cause what it's like 30 something bucks a month and you get what two or three free bottles to go with get, that every yeah, month or it pays bottles. for that many. Yeah. Yeah. You get three a month. No, you pay $30 and you get them all for free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. The $30 it's is a you donation. Pay for $30. <laughs> yeah. It's a donation. I know that did sound um, so strange. No, but I, 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 that's how my brain works too. Me oh, too. I'm like, you only pay $30. Works. I'm like, oh, it's a subscription. So I'm just getting it for free. Well, I bet those wines they give you though. Cause I think you get to go in and pick them out would weigh, would cost way more than $30 for three of them. Yeah. It sounds like a good deal to me. I know. Well, I feel like a, a, a um, their wine in there, I feel like it's usually pretty expensive. Like I was yeah. just in there today and, um, like this bottle of wine I got was like 15 bucks. And the, I feel like that was on the lower end of all oh, of yeah. the other wines that they carry in there. Like, I feel like normally the average bottle I would say is at least 20. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. that it would probably be worth it. Yeah. I need to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, well, by the way, everyone have a problem having too much wine. You know, true, true. Yeah. Especially if you invite Claire and I over. Da, 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 da. Um, by the way, everyone, welcome to the A Block Podcast. Um, this is Haley, Claire, and Jacqueline. As you <laughs> can see, this podcast is basically you just get to look into our conversation for an hour or two because we just start talking. I love you how we're thirty minutes in and we finally <laughs> tell people who we are and what we're yeah. doing. <laughs> 
Yeah. Sorry if you're just in the car with one of your friends and you're like, who are these three morons that are just talking as if they're in the car with us? Um, anyway, Haley, Claire and Jacqueline hanging out, ex-TV newscasters. And now we're just living the regular people lifestyle. And it's fabulous. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Relics Bridal, which is the best wedding dress boutique or bridal boutique, I should say in Lexington, Kentucky. We love those guys. I personally got my wedding dress over there. Claire and Jacqueline have been in there uh, a million times. We recorded the podcast before there once gorgeous, gorgeous store. They take you through the process from beginning to end from first trying on your dresses to they preserve your wedding dress for you after your wedding. Um, they're just an amazing shop. We cannot say enough about them. We love the team at Relics Bridal. And we're just so thankful that they are sponsoring our podcast. Yes. They've got lots of exclusive designers, styles. I love that store because I remember when I first went in, I was like, this doesn't feel like a scary bridal store. It's just got, yes, its own unique vibe. And really, yeah. Yeah. And so, and I think their variety of wedding dresses reflect that, that it's not just your cookie cutter bridal store that you'll go into and see the same stuff that you see everywhere else. And of course they just take amazing care of you. They walk with you throughout the entire process. And again, like Haley said, they do it from start to finish from selecting your dress all the way through alterations and pickup. And as Haley said, the preservation which is important preserve it. to preserve. And by the way, if you mention the A block, you will book your, when you book your appointment with Relics, they're going to give you a special A block discount on your gown Woo! purchase. And that's a big saving. So be sure to contact Relics and book your appointment today. Relics Bridal on Instagram or relicsbridal.com. And don't forget to mention that you heard about them on the A block. And again, yeah, relics is R E L I X. What yes. does relics mean? Is that a oh, word? I'm looking um, it up. Yeah, I don't know, I, actually. I don't know. Relics um, definition. But, but Claire, I will say with. I totally agree with you. Their dress selection is amazing. Oh, and okay. I think what I really like about them is they take like your it's like a mix of the <laughs> traditional bride and mm -hmm. the like, mo like super modern bride. And there's like an in-between, I feel like it's like a good, every dress they have is like a good in-between of like, it's a good marriage. Yeah. Okay. It's a good, you need to it's, leave. Anyway, you need to leave. Me. <laughs> they're very trendy but they're also modern but like it's to the point where like in 10 years if you look at back at your wedding pictures like you won't hate the dress you're in because it has like that yeah well, that you'll be like oh that was obviously so you think because i'm sure everybody's thought that about their wedding true i know now like even like friends of mine that got married maybe like 10 years ago. I can specifically think of my friend Mandy. We were recently, you guys all met her on the bachelorette trip. And she was saying, we were all like, everyone show pictures of your wedding dresses when you got married. And she goes, oh, not mine. I hate mine now. And she all got married like eight years ago. And now she's like, I can't even look at it. It's so hideous. And I'm just like, why? Of course, but we yes, all think it's still beautiful. Relics doesn't have those dresses, but no, I yes, do think don't. it's funny that I don't think anyone picks a dress and they're like, oh, this I'm going to hate this or it's going to look so dated and like, yeah, this is good years. for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. So go friends. see our friends at relics bridal. Um, okay. Should we talk about the super bowl halftime show? Cause I'm still not over it. You, you guys, it was, it was really good. 
It was so good. I did not see it and I still haven't watched it. (gasps) And I actually meant to watch it today because I was like, oh, we're going to talk about it. And I've been meaning to watch it every day since, but I just didn't watch it. So, well, you're going to sit back and and listen. Jacqueline, isn't she going to die when she sees that Left Shark came back for it? Left Shark was there. Yes. Um, Oh my gosh. All the greats. Um, Janet Jackson's left breast was there. It Nuh-uh. was, yes, came right back out. And we all were like, look at her go. Oh, um, it's back. Everything. It was on. That's it was just so nostalgic. Yeah. Um, no, it was Everybody fine. Well, we won't get do too many spoilers. No, go. I, okay, no, I mean, like I've heard all about it. Yeah. It's, it literally been, it was on the Super Bowl. It's not a secret. I just okay. want to <laughs> that true. Home. Yeah. So I really liked how. I felt like this performance of that they all did together, it was the focus was more on the singing and the music rather than like the performance, like the yeah. dancing and like they're flying in on something and they're fl- like, you know, I mean, obviously 50 Cent came in and he was like upside down, which but- I still don't understand. That's the one part okay, where I was wait like, a second. can someone explain why he was upside so down? I did, and I love so him. I was the same way. I did not understand. <laughs> and then I saw that he did that in a music video like way back in the day and the song that he was singing what was he did the upside down thing in in that music video okay do y'all say I need to my mom and I had this conversation do y'all say 50 cent or 50 cent I say 50 it's okay. So do I. My mom is a staunch fitty scent. And it was shut up. It was Susan. making me want to. <laughs> I, let I me think. Let me letter. pretend. I, I don't know. Let Just me let pretend I'm saying say it. I, mean, I think she's right. Fitty cent. Fitty. I can't think how I say it. 50 cent. Well, uh, this is I, our say, I think I say 50. 50 cent. So, yeah, I, I think, think I say 50 cent. And I know. I mean, 50 cent. Do I, sound I think we all say it so quickly. I don't think it matters. Well, it's 50 cent to Susan Crouch. Susan Crouch, that She's devious ticket pretending she bought 50 cent fan woman who yes. plays jokes with birthday candles. Just add it on the Hammer resume. Queen. Okay. Sorry. I just needed to ask. Okay. No, Continue. I love that. I don't know. I think I just, but like when I tell you, I mean, I was screaming the whole performance, singing oh, yeah. every <laughs> word. I couldn't stop. It's like, I couldn't believe that I knew every word to every song. Oh yeah. Okay. Wait, also um, Snoop what uh that like set he was wearing i need it oh yeah i want mm-hmm. it well i'm gonna get I it for my grandma because she wore it back in okay. the day <laughs> yeah well, i, I, I love it i loved it they had asked them not to wear gang colors oh and then snoop wore an entire blue outfit with a bandana print on one leg and i was like i think that I think we're well, pretty he was doing the, He was doing the crip walk. I saw. Yes, he was. And everybody was like, <laughs> "Yeah, mm-hmm. no." I, I mean, was, yeah, yeah. Very, very California, very West Coast. Yes, very West Coast. He was amazing. Everyone that came out was so good. I fully blacked out when Eminem came out. I couldn't even. I was just like, what yeah. year is this show happening? Like, does Haley know? And not me. I'm talking about his daughter, Haley. And then, of course, was she there. was at the game. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Yeah. I will say the only thing I wish they did, I wish that everyone came together at the end and did, like, one of the the biggest songs together, like at the yeah. end, just to kind of close it out and like put it, like tie it 
together. Tie a little bow on it. But other than that, I think it was great. And that's not even, that is just like on a wish list. Like that's not even a criticism. Like I, cause you know how normally when they do those shows and they have artists that they feature or whatever, they always come together and like do some like interesting rendition of like whatever song. One of their hit songs. Yeah. 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 I just wish, I kind of wish that that happened, but other mm-hmm. than that, like, I think it was totally great. And I, I really would not have changed anything about it. Yeah. I thought it was so good. And all the jokes leading up to it where people were like, kids, if your parents grew up in so-and-so era, you're about to find out who they really are during the halftime show. And I was like, oh my gosh, if there was a child around, thankfully there were no kids at our Super Bowl party, but I was like, they would be devastated. They would be putting themselves up for adoption right now because we were all, I mean, throwing down. Like we were, it was amazing. My favorite thing I've seen since it was a meme of they're all, so like all the artists were up on top of that, whatever the set was, and they're all facing one side of the stadium and 50 Cent is facing the other side. And the meme said, someone <laughs> missed rehearsal today. Because <laughs> they're all, I mean, they're lined up facing one side of the stadium and he, his back is to the audience on that side. So wait, have y'all, wait, have y'all seen the meme of Mary J. Blige with like at the end when she's like in that sparkly outfit and she like lays down on the floor and is like up and she looks like she's like star fishing oh. um, and she like looks up and it's like this and there's all these memes and it's like, I saw one the other day when it, it was like me working from home you know, and I've finished an hour of work and it, then it's like the, and then it's like the Mary J. Blige, like laying like that. And <laughs> another one was like me after I finished all my snacky snacks and watching nine hours of Bravo. And it's like, that. Oh, <laughs> yes. Well, so the truth good. is I saw that one meme. It's been everywhere. And it was like when everyone like 30 and up heard the lineup announced for this year's Super Bowl, they thought finally doing something for the younger crowd. And about 10 seconds later, realizing Wait a second. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, you're not the younger crowd anymore. <laughs> I, that is the hardest realization when you're not no longer the cool young crowd. You're like, yeah. oh, no. You're like, <laughs> all these kids out there are like, who, who is that? Why? Why is his name a denomination of money? Do you remember, Haley, the Super Bowl that we watched at your apartment? Me, you, and our friend Lauren. And yes. it was the most unexpected Super Bowl halftime show that I ended up loving, was, which was Coldplay and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Like Beyonce came out and like, I don't, I forget if someone else came out, but I never, I've never been like, I don't dislike Coldplay. I've just never been into them, but yeah. I was like, I'm ready to devote my life to Martin. <laughs> I mean, yes. I was falling in love with him and I was like, I love, I love him. This was amazing. <laughs> I love him. No, that was a, re- yeah, I'm in love with him. Does Gwyneth know? Yeah. Well, who cares that, anymore? Claire is who led to their divorce. I wish. No, I wish. Of course I remember that Super Bowl because that halftime show was shockingly great, but it's also why I text Claire every Super Bowl now, even if we're together in the same room and say puppy monkey baby, puppy because monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. If you all don't remember that Super Bowl commercial, oh. I have no idea what product it was for, but it was yes. the most I think it was Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. And it was this insane character that was a puppy, a monkey, and a baby together. And it just kept saying puppy, monkey, baby. So Mm -hmm. anyway, hope that brought something back for you people out there. Yeah. If anybody remembers. Watch the halftime show. Get back to us next week. I know. I need to. I meant to. And I I heard part of it on the radio because I was in my car trying to get home. And there was a radio station that was broadcasting the Super Bowl. And so they... 
they were like broadcasting portions of the halftime show. I guess they couldn't maybe do all of it for maybe licensing issues. I don't know. Yeah. But then sure. I've of course seen like, I feel like I've seen everything. I just haven't watched the full performance. So I will, I will do yeah. it. I will do Excellent. it. Excellent. You'll love it. You will. You will love Thank it. You. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. I think you will too. That means a lot. Speaking of breakups, it's not Whoa. just Gwyneth and Chris Martin saying goodbye. Big news. Well, today Gosh. when we're recording this, what's going on? Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. Those weirdos. <laughs> Those two not showering, greasy haired cuties. Shop. I don't know. I mean, so in a way, I felt like they were really right for each other. Me because too. I felt the so same way. Freaking weird. It's like, I don't know. I guess, I mean, weirdos have to find each other at some point. It's like, might as well these two just take each other off the market. I mean, I'm not I sad. Just, I, I was laughing. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just, yeah. I don't know how to feel like this last couple of years. I'm like, are we just now seeing the real Aaron Rodgers, or has he just turned in? Has she helped turn him into a granola well, too know, smart to bathe kind of guy? Remember back when his brother was on the bachelorette and yeah. find out that he like their entire family essentially doesn't have a relationship with That's Aaron. Cool. And at the time I feel like the mood was, or the take was, what did Aaron Rodgers' family do? Like, yeah, Aaron, they yeah. have wronged him. They they are not. He totally. they obviously screwed up. And now we're like, wait a second. Yeah, maybe like, was Aaron all along. Yeah, and all the weirdness <laughs> about when he was immunized but not vaccinated, and then yeah. just Shailene. And I like Shailene because I have I watched The Secret Life of the American Teenager when she was on it. Okay, I did too. I did. I watched that crap and I loved it. And then she got to be older. I loved her in Big Little Lies. I loved her in The Fault in Our Stars. And she went, she she was in The Descendants, that one movie. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. She's a great actress. But whenever people interview her, I will never forget the time I read an interview where she, I mean, she is like, and God bless her. She knows what she likes, but she is so organic. And so Mm -hmm. she said that she likes to hunt and gather her food and that she likes to air her vagina in the sun when she can. Well, she was the first Um, person I knew who did. what, What was it called? Was it called Pulling? Is that what it's called? Oh, well, like, oil pulling? Yeah, oil what? pulling. What is Where that? Where you put like coconut oil in your mouth and swish it around for like yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. What? What is she that supposed to do? Like, she's very, I don't know. She is, she's got a cleaner colon than we do. I guarantee you. I whatever. Oh, I guarantee you because I'm about to pour myself another glass of wine. So <laughs> <she> would. <laughs> I think if she had my liver, she probably would have been dead 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. I just, I, I just don't know. Cause Aaron is kind of private and then Shailene is really private. And I know we're like laughing about them, but everybody do whatever you want, whatever makes you, makes your heart sing. Well, go that's for what it. I mean. Like I kind of seemed like maybe they were two of a kind there. It kind of makes me exactly. wonder like, what happened in that situation. You know, he, well, she I found out she he did... was using like store-bought Colgate toothpaste Ooh. instead of the homemade he's, stuff. She was like, he went to Starbucks. I can't believe it. Trader. I don't know, but they, yeah, just that w- that happened today. Late breaking news, so we just needed to just yeah. We have. I, I hope out. we'll get some hot goss. I hope we'll get some hot goss about it and figure out what happened. But probably not. They'll probably both be like, we just were on different paths. This is a yeah. I'm sure we might get an like every other celebrity like breakup. Well, I mean, he did get yeah. a month, so like. I know she's got a baby with John Mulaney. T- you know the celebrity. You got to stay on top of. Uh, <sighs> The John John Mulaney scares me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 
situation <laughs> freaks me out. I'm like, I don't know. I just to love him. I was one of those white. Oh, he's people hilarious. Was like John Mulaney is my life. Like I thought he was so great. <laughs> <laughs> like back when I, he is I so funny. He really when that, is. When his comedy special New in Town dropped on Netflix, I was when I was in Oklahoma, and I watched it like every single day and mm-hmm. would like laugh hysterically like it never got old to me yeah I just thought this guy this is it but then I mean he's had substance abuse issues and he's gone to rehab and yeah it's it 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 was alarming if you saw him like before he went into rehab that last time because you could tell there was something maybe not totally correct with what his behavior and so of course he's had those struggles and I don't begrudge him that you know that's is what it is, but he got into that relationship with Olivia Munn so suddenly and divorced his wife. And then all of a sudden they have a baby. And I don't know, it just all, it makes me very uneasy. I'm just like, a lot of is like a house of cards just waiting time. to come tumbling down or yes. maybe good, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It just seemed all so sudden. It yeah. just seemed very sudden. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't it know. Just, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Their baby is adorable though. I've seen some pictures that they've put on, I think on people magazines website, like showing pictures of Olivia Munn and the baby. And I was like, precious little angel. Of course we love a baby. We love a baby. Give us the baby. Love, love a baby. All right. So are we hey, wait, wait a second. Oh yes. Before we get oh. any further, speaking of babies. Yeah. Oh, um, Jacqueline. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm with <laughs> child. <laughs> no, obviously. That's the way she tells us is in the podcast. <laughs> Speaking okay. of babies, I'm so glad someone brought it up. I wasn't sure how to really just kind of broach this topic, but I'm with child. <laughs> um, no, more importantly, did you guys see that Kylie Jenner named her baby boy wolf? I wolf you. I'm sorry. Oh. That's all she's going to say to that baby. Oh. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know about it. Whatever. I mean, honestly, it's not no more surprising than any of the last names they've come up with. I, know. I mean, remember the insanity, <laughs> the insanity that ensued when Kim named their first baby North. It was, and it was Northwest. Everybody was like, what? And now we're like North, a gorgeous North. name. <laughs> like I want to, I wish I could change my name to North. I wish I could change my name to North. <laughs> <laughs> like Apple. Okay. Apple. Say, How like, the world what? lost its mind. Yes. Oh yeah. And now and then Apple. and then she's then Kim's like naming her other children Saint and Psalm oh. and Chicago. Yes. And Wolf and Stormy. And the Stormy name couldn't have come at a worse time when Stormy Daniels was in the news. <laughs> Remember that? It was very. It was. We had a lot. It of was like, oh no, topical storms were a brewing. Yeah. Storms were a brewing. You know what? I just thought that name was interesting, and I'm glad we discussed it. And well, what was some kind of does, weird? Does he have a middle name? Uh, not that she has shared. Because okay, Wolf. She well, announced it like on her Instagram story. And yeah, I saw it, but yeah, I just didn't know. Yeah. Cause it just said Wolf Webster, which is, I think is Travis Scott's real last name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Travis Scott's real last name. Excuse Wolf me. is just like, Hmm. Imagine I wonder- if I told you guys, my child's name was Wolf. If I wasn't a billion dollar celebrity, you'd be like, well, you know, that is the name of an animal. So good. I, and that's, that's the key like, what's the the missing component the is the billion dollars because, uh-huh. 
who the like who cares you you <laughs> like you have a billion dollars like yeah, literally yeah. Have well, whatever you want. I don't know yeah like be a number be <laughs> this is our amoeba. baby three <laughs> yeah I mean probably that's an honestly yeah. yeah be a number <laughs> be a number <laughs> go ahead um all right well we're kind of doing a little different thing where we've all kind of brought a topic to the table yeah you know, our icons are the view. So we just thought we'd do. No, no. Yes. Of when I course. sit to the table as if we're all sitting around a round table, because I just feel like this is a, a hard transition into a different topic. And so that's, this is why. Um, so I'm, I guess I'll go first. Cause I'm first on the list here, but, um, even though y'all's topic seemed a little more Organic. Well, uh, to tell you the truth. So we all, we share like a Google doc where we all put in what we're going to talk about. And I thought I, my name was first initially, and I thought it was going to be too big of a downer to do first. I can do it first, or we could let Jacqueline go first since we were just talking about the Kardashian fam. I think that's the most, if, if we had editing capabilities, we would take this out. And I think Jacqueline would just start talking instead of this okay. very awkward situation that listen, Nick from out. KSR who puts this up. If you don't edit this together seamlessly right now and take all this part out, you're his finished. Name is Nick and it's his Hi, Nicholas. Um, you know what? I'll tell him. Okay. <laughs> Jacqueline, fill okay. us in on the drama that oh. is Kim, Kim and Kanye. Okay, so speaking of the Kardashians and that whole situation, <clears throat> um, I don't know if you guys saw, but this gentleman named Kanye West made um, more than a couple posts on Instagram this past weekend. Oh, so many posts. Um, and I would just like to say um, the posts were strange, obviously. Um, yep. But the captions... The captions, you guys, were in all caps every single time. Now, so, hasn't he acknowledged that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he has. He, <laughs> Which he finally acknowledged it, I think, yesterday <laughs> at like 2 p.m. He acknowledged it. Okay, so, he only has two posts on his Instagram account. Yeah, I was just okay. looking because he, he wiped made, it clean. Like, yes, oh. he deleted everything and then made a post being like, I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then I'm not kidding you, like an hour later, he like made another post being like, sorry, bitches, all caps is back. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> he honestly is me. It's, and the week same. before I start my period. <laughs> yeah. Just like totally manic. Okay. Manic. So, okay. So, um, one of the first things that Kanye did was, um, okay. So this goes back to Billie Eilish. She, for those of you who don't know, she's like a pop singer. She's really popular. She, she had this, um, concert and there was someone on the floor who like was having some sort of like medical issue. It looked like maybe like a panic attack or I don't really know, but she was trying to get security to help this girl. And so she stopped the concert, stopped singing and tried to get the, the crowd to calm down in order for the security to fight the crowd to get to this girl and whatever. So mm -hmm. during the, so then there's um, this video of Billy and she basically is addressing the crowd and saying like, you know, calm down everyone, you know, like be quiet, like everything's going to be okay. Like we're going to get her help, you know? And, um, you know, she's like, I care about my people and I'm going to get her help. I'm like some people mm -hmm. basically mm -hmm. referring to mm -hmm. Travis Scott. 
Yes. And what he did at Astro World. Um, and that was a lot of people. And I think maybe I don't know. I didn't read up on this, but I, I don't, I think a lot of people were saying they didn't think it was a direct dig at Travis Scott. It was just her talking about it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, cause his yes. name was never brought up. No, she never, she never mentioned his name. Um, but she did like, it was kind of insinuated and I think it could be taken either way, but she never mentioned his name and she denies that she was thinking about him in the moment, but Kanye. So then the first, um, it's kind of funny. I will admit, but Kanye, um, like at the beginning of the weekend takes a picture of himself with a, um, like yellow toned legal pad and Mm -hmm. on it he has written in like a sharpie marker that says just so everyone knows kid cuddy will not be on donda because he is friends with you know who we all speak in billy language now so okay kid cuddy who is another artist he is kanye is mad at kid cuddy because kid cuddy is friends with pete And then like Kanye is mad that Billy was like trashing Travis who has two kids with Kylie. Okay. So that is like a whole thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, Mm -hmm. this isn't, this is before the Super Bowl, by the way. So then. Oh, dang. Other things happen. And then I think it gets to, so then it comes to Sunday. Um, so then he posts and then Kanye posts a screenshot um of pete supposedly pete davidson texting kanye basically just reassuring him like hey i'm not trying to interfere between like you and kim and like you and kim and the kids and you know just trying to like calm down the situation because the whole weekend kanye keeps posting all these things of like you know pictures of kim being like i'm gonna fight for my family and um it's pretty chaotic and, um, honestly alarming. And so I think at at this point, Pete was just like, someone was just trying to do something outside of the family to get Kanye to calm down. Mm -hmm. Um, and Kanye, um, obviously didn't calm down. He, um, screenshot the text between him and Pete and then posted it on Instagram and in all caps, you know, basically was like, no, you'll never meet my children. Oh. Um, and then in another thing about Pete, he said, all caps, look at this dickhead. I wonder if Instagram <laughs> is going to shut my page down again for dissing Hillary Clinton's ex-boyfriend. So, so much comedy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's funny. <laughs> it is. Like, no, it's like, so funny if it, it was a burner account, but it's part of it is oh, like, no. funny. Okay. So I was it's like, part of it is funny. And then part of it is like, it's like, no, 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 no. Do you really? Okay. Here's my thing with, with Kanye. Cause he keeps, he's made all, cause obviously Kim is dating Pete Davidson. Now Kanye just broke up or I don't know if he did the breaking up, but he and Julia Fox just broke up. Yeah. Well, now he's doing his thing where he's like making all these pleas to Kim. But I'm like, do you really think she's going to want to get back with you? If you're just talking shit about her current boyfriend online in all caps and talking about her and saying, I want to be back together. I'm like, how about you call her and say, Hey, can we get together? Can we meet? Yeah, that's what I don't get. 
And then oh. also, and then also on top of that, like Kim has been the one, like even, <clears throat> and even like on the show in the latest season, she has been the one to be like, you know, all Kanye does is these big outlandish things. And she's like, I just want like someone, something simple that will be there for me in like the everyday. So it's like, I don't understand how Kanye doesn't get that. It's like, she doesn't yeah. want someone who's going to like post a million things on Instagram and, you know, do all these things. Like she just want, you know, like the everyday situation is more important to her. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that post was Sunday. So then He's at the Super Bowl, him and North. I think Saint was there too. Um, but he, Kanye is, you. if you haven't seen it, you have to Google it. I'm sure you, honestly, I'm sure you have. But he's basically wearing what looks like a um, ski mask over his mm-hmm. face that has like little holes like across the front of his face. He's wearing oh. this, he's wearing that during the game. Which is really interesting. Well, it's in line with all the Balenciaga fashion that they've been, that he is associated with and has been wearing for like in recent times. So it was just more of that. Yeah, just like going along with it. Yes, yes. Um, So then, so that's Sunday Super Bowl. Then Monday, um, he posts another, he, um, Kim is texting him. Uh, basically saying that he needs to like take a deep breath um, and that the post, particularly about um, the screenshots of the text between Kanye and Pete and Kanye um, posting that is just making the situation between um, the three of them like dangerous and Kim just doesn't like that he's putting it out for the public to read. Um, and just ask him, just like, take a step back and like not post that because he's also like adding, potentially adding some sort of potential harm to Pete, um, and Kanye, um, the cap. So then Kanye screenshots the text conversation and posts it to his Instagram. And the caption is in all caps upon my wife's request, please nobody do anything physical, physical to skeet. I'm going to handle the situation myself. Oh, so the, his handling the situation himself is sending a black pickup truck, um, that has decal on it. That says my vision is crystal clear, um, with a bet, a truck bed full of red roses to Kim at her um, home in LA while Kim is, uh, obviously in New York. So like I said a couple weeks ago, I am telling you, Kanye, you know where he needs to go. <laughs> oh, I was like, did you freeze? I was like, I'm waiting for this. Kanye. I, I, I literally think if this was Kim doing this, people would be like tagging Chris Jenner being like, she needs to be in a conservatorship. She needs to be put in this. Da, 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 da. And like all of a sudden yeah. it's a guy and like everyone thinks it's hilarious. I'm like, no, I don't think people think it's hilarious. I no, do. I'm not saying is. I think yeah. it's, yeah. And I'm not saying it's hilarious. I just like, I, I feel like there's a lighter air about all of these posts. Here's why I think there's a lighter air, honestly. Okay. Well, first As of all, I think all yes, of this, there is a, obvious 
aura around Kanye that, you know, we can't sit back and diagnose because we aren't mental health professionals and yeah. he, we are not his doctor, but exactly. as an outside observer, it certainly seems like there is something happening in his mental health that needs to be addressed. Well, so, yeah. well didn't he, he, has, he and Kim came he, out and said he had bipolar. He right? has said he has bipolar disorder and does not take his meds. Okay. Mm. So there's that. And so I don't, yeah, but I think, okay. The car it's Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry. I can't take it seriously. And I'm one of those people because I don't feel sorry for them. I actually don't care. And <laughs> I think there's so much mistrust in terms of their control of media that I'm like, who's to say this isn't all a big ruse. And mm-hmm. also they're billionaires. I don't think her safety is in jeopardy. If she wants to be safe, she can be safe. Like, I just don't care, honestly, at Mm -hmm. all. Because I'm like, I mean, I know you can't stop someone from posting screenshots. And yeah, that's a person who appears to need medical attention. And I just, I, I find it all to be not, I'm just disinterested. (laughs) <laughs> I, I said it a couple weeks ago and I was like, I just reached an all time low in terms of being mm-hmm. interested in these people. And this is just making it more so. It does seem like who is one upping the other in terms of getting in front of the media. And so I'm just, I think the reason people kind of see this stuff with Kanye and think like, oh gosh, here we go again. is because this kind of outlandish behavior that we all see him doing that we're all like, I would never do that. Why is he doing that? it's, we're all just seeing it as like, oh, it's the, it's the latest thing he's doing. It's the latest thing he's doing. But if you view it as, as if they're just normal people, like I'm like, let's pretend that like, they're not all billionaires, Kanye and Kim included and their whole family. I'm like, honey, if you're trying to get back with someone, this is not the way it's going to work. So yeah. just if not normal just people, stop. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts, but like, they're not normal people. Like we should, I think. Oh not. yeah. No one included. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and I, I think there's a lot, like, I can't assume because I know, I don't know the whole thing that can't, the Kardashian Jenner clan hasn't done something to harm Kanye in some way. Like Mm -hmm. that situation, I don't think was good for him. Yeah. And so, and not to say that he isn't a consenting adult who can make decisions about families he wants to be part of. I'm just saying like, this is a situation that. I just don't feel sorry for anyone involved. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I just, I just need everyone to get off social media and talk yeah, about it privately. I feel like that's the yeah, one thing. Off. I'm like, everybody just I think, relax. I think that the, like one of the biggest reasons that Kanye and Kim did not work like beyond Kanye being obsessed with like these like big grand gestures and stuff like that. And like his like weird ass personality. But yeah. I think, I think that one of the biggest things like Claire, like you said, like the Kardashians, like they are, they are obsessed and it's pretty public knowledge that they're obsessed with their image in the media and that they do have control over certain outlets. I mean, I think it's pretty known that, you know, Chris Jenner can call up TMZ and basically manipulate any story she wants to manipulate. And I think in that situation, like Kanye was just not someone that they could ever do that to. So I, I think that that was kind of 
that I, I would imagine that that would be something that would contribute to the demise of their relationship on top of all of these other issues. Right. And that's more to my point of like, I don't know that I can believe anything because we know how much control they have and who's to say that they aren't trying to control this in some way to make him look like she is a victim of some kind when Mm -hmm. all we know is that they had a relationship that fell apart. And so for a person who has felt trapped by a situation where maybe they couldn't speak out and maybe have some mental health, uh, issues that aren't really in check right now, going to social media and posting stuff might be the only way they feel like they can do or say anything. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, I think that could be a product of the situation that they have created. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I see that. It's just been a wild several days and I pray, I wish it would just be over. I I wish wish them all well. (laughs) And I wish Pete Davidson wasn't involved. Honestly, No, I hate it. I'm like, Oh, that, that poor, gorgeous woman dating man. I know, but I mean, truly wish them well. And I mean, we'll be hearing about it one way or another. I mean, Kim and Kanye were never going to last forever. I mean, I think everyone knows that. And I'm like, not surprised that they're, you know, getting divorced and going through all of this and Shout out to the children, and I hope they are being protected and cared. I know that's what oh, makes me the most angry of all of this. It's like it's like beyond Kanye, you know, and his and like having an issue with you know Kim dating Pete. It's like why are you posting anything on social media about the mother of your children? Because you know they're gonna log on to whatever site and see like and see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's just really it's the world like has real problems. Unfair to us alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, exactly. So, in conclusion, to all to all of that uh, psychoticness, um, Kanye deleted all of those posts, and then in lower caps, tweet like posted this picture. Um, and, he, and the caption says, I've learned that using all caps makes people feel like I'm screaming at them. I'm working on my communication. I can benefit from a team of creative professionals, organizers, mobilizers, and community leaders. Thank everybody for supporting me. I know sharing screenshots was jarring and came off as harassing Kim. I take accountability. I'm still learning in real time. I don't have the answers. To be a good leader is to be a good listener. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Before we praise him for that though, I'm not praising him. A couple saying, hours, okay. a couple hours later, he posted a picture of Kim and said, <laughs> all caps, vision. Oh, sorry. All caps is back for the people. That's all cap. Oh dear. Oh dear. It's just not. All I gotta say is Kanye, will you please but for that, the love that doesn't of God, exist anymore? That doesn't exist anymore. Well, yeah, that one got deleted. The the last thing that exists is God, please watch over me and keep my mind sane. I I screenshot it. What was what's today? Tuesday at 8.08 p.m. The others one was posted at 2.21. And then the picture of Kim, she was squatting wearing this. No, all I have, all the, this is all there is on my. Oh, yeah. So then he deleted it again. Yeah. No, he did delete it. Okay. I was like, am I missing something? I don't know. Kanye, take your mind. Honestly, I would like to be looped out of this 
like, <laughs> I wish I could like go on. Well, I guess there is a way to like type in words that you don't want to show up in your feed. And I'm about to be on the Kanye Kardashian Kim P please don't notify me train. <laughs> please, I don't I need just, to know it all. What is so funny is I just, um, pause my Hulu account because I haven't really been watching it. Well, then I remember I saw the other day that the Kardashians next season is airing in April. And now I'm like, God damn, I'm like, damn it. I'm like, no, I have to unpause. So <laughs> you're like, Oh man, like, I need to watch. Well, because I'm just curious. Like, are they filming right now? Yeah. Oh, you gosh. know, like that's uh, why you know I'm they just, are. Well, that's why. I'm and interested. there you go. Are they filming right now? I'm just saying. No, I know, and I'm. I'm not saying you're wrong. Like I'm just. I just curious hate because that. I hate that. I, I think know, it's so freaking grimy. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. because it's it's yeah. the same mm-hmm. thing of um, Chloe coming for every like being hurt about how people pick apart her photos and her appearance, and it's like you did this. Yeah, it's you like, guys I mean, made like, us obsessed with one... your bodies it's and like... made all little girls from the age of like nine years old and up think that they need to do all kinds of crazy stuff to make themselves look and meet the standard that y'all have created. Yeah. Well, also Chloe had the the greatest opportunity of the, the three of them where she went, like she could have taken her like, you know, basically like her little like weight loss transformation, which she really was not even heavy to begin with, but Mm -hmm. like she could have taken that transformation and took it to the moon, but instead she decided to get like more plastic surgery and whatever, and then just deny all of it. And it's like, obviously like you look different. (laughs) The editing of the photos is so yeah. Like the lines that are like that go from straight to like zigzags is well, even with their control over the paparazzi or the photos that they have taken that are then used on sites like those get edited everything yes. gets edited yes. and it's yeah. so harmful it just it's it makes me sick I hate it so there <laughs> and that's on period <laughs> Well, also like, speaking of the Kardashians, um, so Kanye and um, Julia Fox announced what what was it like Monday or yes or Tuesday that um, they are broken up. I know, I know. The drama continues. Yeah. Good boy. I mean. Um, Again, and then, pour one out yeah, for there's another so much couple. going on too. <laughs> have, so have you guys been watching the Olympics at all? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I had COVID last week. So all I, I did know. this weekend was read and watch the Olympics. So mm-hmm. yeah, I watched a lot of Olympics last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. My man, Sean, he's out. It's fine. I mean, it was against over. So he'd be out either way. That's fine. Honestly, I'm glad it's over because the anticipation was a lot. I was just going through a lot. <laughs> really struggling with his relationship right now because just feeling like it's really in my face and you know, they're just, it's just really, aggressive. Yeah. It's I'm unkind. Like, you guys, I'm right here and you know, I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there we're, I think coming down, this is like the final stretch of the Olympics. We're about mm-hmm. to close out this, the end of this week. And so we're down to like the final big events. And I, I think one of the hallmark events of the winter Olympics is women's figure skating. Of course. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to see, 
um, you know, once upon a time, I feel like the U S like freaking dominated. We had all our girls, uh-huh. Christy Yamaguchi, Tara Lipinski. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Others. Christy Yamaguchi. Yeah. Yeah. Queen. Um, and so that, is, that event is underway, but, um, so this week they did the, the, one of the programs I've honestly never been able to keep straight how like figure skating plays out, but either way, their first part of their score situation happened last night. Um, but then like the day or two before that, it was announced that, uh, the, the queen of ice skating right now, who is this 15 year old girl who she's the first female ice skater to ever be able to land a quad in competition. And people who've watched her skate, they think she's the greatest ice skater or female ice skater of all time. Her name is Camila Valieva of Russia. And of all time. Yeah. People who've watched her, they just think she's phenomenal because she has the technical ability and the artistry. And it seems like a lot of times in previous years, there's been a winner who's just amazingly technical or amazingly like kind of you feel the emotion and the artistry of it, but she has it all. And it came out that this week she tested positive for a banned substance that is in fact performance enhancing. It can help uh, with your endurance. And so she tested positive the Russian Rusada is the Russian drug overlords. They appealed the ban or the suspension and it immediately got overturned, which means she gets to compete. And that's just interesting that that can happen. And I don't know, I, I I'm thinking of it now. I don't know if y'all watch this documentary on Netflix about, um, the, the doping scandal about the uh, of all of Russia about Rusada about their oh whole, yeah, yeah oh, about yeah. how they got banned or essentially yeah, the the whole country, yeah. which one is that it's I I don't remember the name of it off the top of my okay. head but it's an amazing documentary essentially it's a documentary I think it might have won the Oscar um oh, cool. it starts off about what you think is going to be one thing but the filmmaker basically ended up finding out um that accidentally stumbling upon a much bigger story. Um, but anyway, so Camila gets to compete, but then if you remember back just, you know, over almost 200 days ago, we had the summer Olympics and we had our American sprinter, Shikari Richardson, Mm -hmm. who tested positive for marijuana. Yeah. Her drug results were delayed. And so the, it's very interesting. Like Camila's drug results are almost immediate. She carries, uh-huh. it was delayed. And so it timed out to where she was banned from the Olympics. She tested positive for THC, which not performance enhancing. In fact, okay. some might say performance inhibiting, uh, if inhibiting. anything. Yes. Yeah. And she was suspended for 60 or 90 days. Couldn't run in the Olympics. Uh-huh. And she brought that to light this week saying, I'm sorry, can someone please explain to me the difference? Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. And the differences only seem to work in Shakari's favor. Like it seems like all the differences should point to, she shouldn't have been suspended because Mm -hmm. she didn't have a performance enhancing drug. There was far more time between her test and her, and her suspension. And she didn't get to get to compete. 
And then you've got the Russian girl and she has a child. She's 15. Yeah. And so I'm not, I'm not trying to come for a child, but I just don't trust Russia. No, not at uh, all. Because they've a, they're banned as a country. Yeah. They're the Olympics for doping. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, they're not even there under their country name. They're they're all these Russian athletes, the Russian Olympic Committee. They're not there as of, Russian athletes, which is kind of BS in and of itself. It's like, but they're still competing. They're exactly. just not going to say, but so that's a whole thing. Yeah. I'm and like, then, so are we supposed to believe that now they're totally clean? No. Right. And she tested positive for it. Did you see? It truly is like laughable. I saw a report this week that said her team is saying it was contamination from a drug her grandfather is yes. taking. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes oh, among us has accidentally taken our grandfather's medication I t- I mean, oh my gosh and I'm like that wasn't a sucret <laughs> what I was I doing <laughs> I know and I, I mean I feel for her because I, I, you know you she's see 15 it's not like she's 15. making these choices alone if someone it, is giving her exactly this kind of yeah, 100%. Stuff. and it's an insane situation influence. to begin with probably to be in the Olympics as a child and then the pressure oh, totally. she's under to be the best like of all time but mm-hmm. one thing I find to be a real injustice is so she is the greatest by far like there's kind of no doubt she'll win i mm-hmm. and when they did the team skate competition and she competed in that she was beating people by like 20 points like she's oh, lord she's not she's just, just like, like a little bit better than everyone yeah and so the olympics has said that if she places in the top three they will not be doing medal ceremonies so that means everyone else who's competing gets penalized yeah I don't understand that because it's like, because some stuff is still pending. So in the end, she could still maybe get stripped of her medal. So they just don't want to have a medal ceremony at all because they don't want to award the medals to the wrong people. And it's like, not only are these girls competing against a a contestant who has tested positive for a performance enhancing drug. Now they don't even get to get their due if they do well. So let's say, so yeah, so they're acting like these people don't train their entire lives to get on the podium and, and hear their national anthem. You're going to strip that from everyone in the event that later, yeah, which we probably fair. assume she's going to test positive for this drug and that she's going to be stripped of her title. Now, uh, these other athletes who have trained their whole life right now don't get to have that moment where they get to stand there and hear their national anthem and reach that precipice that they've been working for. Like, that's insane. Right. And it's taken away. I mean, it's, it's just a miscarriage of justice on the behalf of the ice skating world in so many ways, because it takes away from the, how impressive her ice skating is, which yeah. is a sad thing. She's mm-hmm. probably in a really tough situation. So if they cared about her safety, I would say, take her out of the Olympics and get her away from this because this is bad. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just. And one thing I found interesting is, so she skated last night and mm-hmm. she did really well. Of course. And so we had our, our favorite commentators, Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir, mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. like, if you listen to them, they're always super, you know, they've got lots to say. And, and I've listened to them commentate over her ice skating in the past. And like the, during the team competition last week and one other lead up to the Olympics, I mean, they're just, you know, oozing about how amazing oh, about how, she yeah. is and mm-hmm. all that. And so last night when they went, they, I mean, they, they were essentially silent. And at the oh. end, Johnny Weir said, 
like at the end of the competition, uh, at the end of her routine said, all I feel I can say is that was the short program of Camila Valieva at the Olympics. And oh, then Tara wow. Lipinski said, and for all the other Olympic athletes skating here, I feel I need to say again, she had a positive test. We should not have seen this skate. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then saying, we're sorry, Whoa. it's overshadowing your Olympics. I mean, it is, it's just that that's how messed it up it is. You, Why do we even do testing if you're not going to believe the results? Right. Why at do we even Olympics. bother testing these athletes? If at the biggest competition in the literal world, yeah. you're going to be like, well, I don't know. Let's just let him go ahead and compete when yeah. she already tested positive. And like, she already tested I mean, positive. I, I care about this a little bit, like whatever I f- I'm like interested to see how it plays out, but imagine being these athletes who they literally yeah. train their entire life for this. And they literally. go through those crazy drug tests that are kind of humiliating. You know, they have to like pee in front of people and, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. it can happen at any time and they live their life. And they give up so much. And then for this, and they, when they first yeah, want to slap Olympics, in the face, especially as figures, as figure skaters, I mean, those they're children. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. 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 And then, wow. and then you think about the children. injustice for Shakari, where it's like she, and she came out and said the reason why she had smoked weed or had an edible, I don't know how she ingested it was because her mother had died. Yeah. yeah. It's and, just, Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, she brought up the, the, the subject of race and wondering is saying to her, that's the only difference she sees is that she is yeah. black and the, the little Russian girl is not. And I mean, that is something to be examined. There's just mm-hmm. a lot that I don't know. And I mean, people have had a problem with the IOC, the international Olympic committee, um, mm-hmm. with yeah. the way they run things. And this Olympics has definitely been under a microscope in terms so like, of where do we issue. go? Where do we yeah, go? From, absolutely. Where do we go from here in terms of like her competing and stuff? Like, are we going to, ex- or like, can we expect to see her? Like, who knows? I mean, I think she get, oh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, they're letting her compete through this competition. That is the like, stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. She will. As if we didn't just have this thing in the summer Olympics where it wasn't a performance enhancing drug. It was a prohibited drug. Sure. You can't be yeah. having TH. You can't smoke marijuana while you're at the Olympics, of course. Right. But why did she get banned from competing for that? And then this girl who tests positive for a performance enhancing drug in a performance graded sport. For in- yeah. And it's for endurance, which like, yeah. That's probably one of the number one things you need when you're doing grueling figure skating, which I'm always, I mean, I think they're underrated athletes. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, let's, they are, it's just like, it's a disgrace to the sport. It's a disgrace to the Olympics. It's a disgrace to the athletes that are clean. Yeah. And so it's just like, and to let her continue to compete, even if that makes it seem like they know they're going to strip her of it. I'm like, then don't let her compete. If you're that strongly doubting that she's not clean or not strongly doubting that she's clean. Right. And I mean, I don't know. There's just the fact that it's Russia raises a lot of no, yeah. pun, or like pun no, I red totally flags. Agree. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, red flags that it's like, that specific. Do they have their thumb that... on this somehow? You know, are yeah. they, it's just, yeah. it's really, it's just not a good look for many reasons. So yeah. Keep an just eye imagine, on that. Well. I just, yeah. I love Johnny Weir and Terry Lipinski though. Side note, they're commentating. Like, I think they're the dream team. Like, they're I think awesome. they're so good. Were you there the, the derby where we met them? I know Angie was. Yeah. <gasps> I was there. I did not get to meet them. Oh, I was man. there at, when they were at the Kentucky Derby that year, but I didn't get to actually meet them like you, you guys did. You ran into Ugh. them in the parking lot. 
like oh. leaving. We were, I mean, it was my first derby and we were exhausted and like zombies and shells of ourselves. And we ran into them and Angie and I were both like, um, Johnny and Tara, <laughs> I love you. Like I was fully in love with Tara Lipinski. Like I wanted to be Tara Lipinski when she performed to walking on sunshine in a yellow skating dress. Yes. I'll never get over it. I'll amazing. never get over it. I'll never forget. I was like, look at her. Just... She's walking on sunshine and just spinning like a top. I love spinning it. like a top. She's you guys, when I was in, um, I don't even, I was like in grade school and I had to do a, um, like a project on a book on like a famous person. And I picked Chrissy Yamaguchi. Oh yeah. (laughs) And I read her book and I did a little presentation on her. Oh my God. I, I just was so fascinated by those girls who were figure skating because they were so, I mean, they're like 15, 16 years old Mm -hmm. in this, you know, in the, the first time in the Olympics. And they're like, supposedly the best in the world. I mean, it's freaking insane that they're yeah. that young and that, and have that high of skill level. I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Meanwhile, we're 15 and putting a cherry sticker on our hip when we go to the tanning bed. Like that's what we were all doing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You know what? So it I wasn't the say, same. I, it wasn't I, the same. I did the heart. I did the heart. Oh, the heart. I remember a girl named Tori in my class did the word sexy. And we were all like, what if your mom <gasps> sees it? <laughs> oh my gosh. It was not good. It was scandalous. Scandalous. Well, speaking of scandalous. Oh, yes. Okay, guys. Not a great way. Not a great way. Not like speaking of disgrace. No. We promised we would talk about it. Oh, and we're going to. The Tinder Swindler. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Let's talk about it because I finally watched it. You two had watched it last week and I hadn't gotten to watch it yet. So I watched it this week. I just was like, what? The whole time I was watching it, guys, men and ladies at home, if you have not watched this yet or everyone at home, watch it. It's worth every second. My overarching thing is how is this guy just out there a free person? He's, he's literally out yeah. there. He's still free. <laughs> I mean, I think he's banned from Tinder now, but like, yes. what else? <laughs> but I, you can follow him on Instagram right now. Basically. Okay. So the Tinder swindler is this guy that was on Tinder. If you haven't seen it yet, we'll try not to give too many spoilers or maybe you just want to just not listen to this next part, but <laughs> Simon Laviv. And he was this guy who was meeting all these women on Tinder and they interviewed two of the, or three in this Netflix documentary, women who had met him on Tinder. One who was just became just friends with him. Nothing romantic happened Two other women who were in full-blown relationships with him. Um, and he ends up like telling them that he's rich, like says that he's part of this rich Israeli family that owns this diamond business and is showing them that he's rich. He's taking them on private jets, taking them in Rolls Royces, taking them yeah, to all these restaurants. It's like yeah. first date. He's like, like come to Bulgaria with me. Like, I'm going to fly you like across Europe to go to mm-hmm. Italy and we're going to do this and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he like convinces you. I think that's what people his way of doing it is what people describe as love bombing where he just is telling, yes, yes. Where he he just says like, I'm so, I I just like, love you so much. Like I really feel something and then gets these girls to form connections with him. And then he starts asking them for money. (sighs) When these women start talking about how much money they gave him. And these are women who did not have money. These are women who were taking out loans. Okay. Wait, I don't even know how to get a loan. I'm sorry. If some guy came to me and was like, can I borrow $25,000? I wouldn't be like, yeah, let me go to the bank. I'd be like, 
mm, buy sis. Like, no, yeah. bitch, I don't even have $25,000. Like what, where are you going to get that from me? I saw my interviews are after me. blew my mind. If he said that one more time, that his he his ploy was my enemies are after me. The diamond business is very dangerous. My inter- enemies are after me, and they've they're tracing me through my credit card. I need you to get a credit card in your name, and then also get me a bunch of cash. And these poor women were doing it. I but love this, I I this meme I keep seeing is quote your time off request was denied, and then it shows a picture of him, and it says me on my flight anyway, and it says I can't make it. My enemies are after me. <laughs> That's so good. That's the new excuse. I'm sorry. I can't. My enemies are. I'm sorry. I can't. I saw a meme that said, I can't believe going to sleep at night knowing that the tender swindler will never get me because I won't even round up my purchase to the nearest dollar to save starving children. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Isn't that so good? (laughs) I wanted to hug all the women involved, but I wanted to high five chest bump the one who actually helped him get arrested. Selling the one his possessions. Selling his possessions. She said, I'll sell you some of your designer clothes to help get you the money you need because I don't have any more. She mm-hmm. just sold them and kept the money and then <laughs> turned him into police. And I mean, oh, she what called him in, in one of the screenshots of the text where he's like, my enemies are after me, blah, blah, blah. She had finally written it and was like, stop being such a drama queen. And I was like, I, <laughs> who is this woman? Also, you know, what was up with his bodyguard? Like basically like, be, you know, adding on to it and they like I'm sure he's paying like, all them out of the money he's, he's sent, making he off these women the, yeah. he sent the girls a picture of like the gash in his head and was like my enemies are after me and it's like his body oh, like his that head is like, split open and bleeding it's like what the hell i will use that now no matter what after me i'm so sorry i wish i could be there my enemies are after me you know it what I, you I can will, argue i will say this whole um documentary the guy and it kind of gave me Anna Delvey vibes and oh yeah 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 I haven't started watching that I mean I haven't watched that one yet I mean he's very much the same as pretending to be someone you're not yeah Yeah. and I'm very century of the scammer oh yeah Mm -hmm. major major scammer and I'm well it just goes to show you how much we all know now that like nothing you see on social media is real. And so it's these people that who are banking off of that, who on social media look like I am this ro- high roller and I blah, blah, blah. And then you meet them and you're like, no, yeah. it's just I'm crazy out by the, by the, so when the first girl that we meet in the documentary goes on the very first date, when they get on the plane and all that, yeah, uh, the, the mother of the child. Oh. So weird. I have yeah, that questions. was so bizarre. Like, yeah, I need them to delve person, more into that. And who is that? And what's going on there? And mm-hmm. it will. It's really a story where you're like, what's real and what's not. And yeah, yeah. but yeah. he was. So this guy, he scammed all these women out of like millions and millions of dollars. The only thing he was ever brought to justice on was like something in his home country of Israel, and he served five months in prison. And people, he is a professional scammer, and. Everyone knows that there's this huge documentary on him and his face is all over the world. And he is still out there on private jets lying to everyone. And and said, it said his girlfriend is a model. Okay. I, I just Googled him. I just Googled him. Oh, I just Uh Googled tender swindler. The first thing that shows up is so take it with a grain of salt, a New York post article. And it says tender swindler signs with Hollywood agent and wants his own dating show. 
my God. No, I saw that. What? He wants his own dating show, podcast and book. And he has a, he has an agent now. Yeah. Who is the piece of crap agent that's going to take him on? I know. Buddy, you're never going to get paid if you're the agent. If you think you're going to get paid. So I think I think one, so I think one thing to note about his whole situation and the way he was lying to these women was he, so if you haven't watched it, he would date a woman, basically be like, you know, always swiping his card, the jet, the, you know, the nice cars, blah, 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 the driver, the bodyguard, like. I come from this big family that has a lot of money, generational wealth. And then he would also be dating another woman simultaneously and say the same thing and then get one of their cards and then use the one card to pay for the other one. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. he would basically just be, would just like use a card and, you know, these people are after me. Can you open a card and can I use it? in the meantime, before they stop tracking me to pay for his next girlfriend. And it would just yeah. be like, you know, a big, it just became big. Uh, it was a Ponzi scheme, yeah. taking money from people Crazy promising man. that it was for one thing and then using it for something else. I, I mean, mean, you can just about bet I, there are the minds and powers that be out there right now, investigating and putting this together. And I feel like it's a matter can of only time. Help. Yeah. Yeah. And, but if you're Uh, a woman who is now with all, if somehow that you are so off the grid that you haven't seen Tinder Swindler or haven't seen news articles about him and you are genuinely dating him, like, honey, just Google him. But if you're stupid enough after seeing all that stuff to still date him and think that he's not going to do the same thing to you, it's like, honey, no, no. Well, and it is like, you you. do have to think about like what, because I just know because I am too skeptical probably in some way and like too scared of strangers uh, to probably ever get myself in this position. And so I'm just curious about the psychology of how that works on someone to get yeah in this position. Because well, part of it is, I think, I think part of it is feeling like there's something wrong and ignoring it because yeah. you want to believe it's real. But then the other mm-hmm. part is like true manipulation and playing games with you oh, psychologically yeah. and that, but I don't know. It's just, I, I just wonder in their honest moments, like their most honest moments when they're alone, they're like, damn, I knew something was too good to be true about this guy. Yeah. That and gut maybe feeling, not, but you're wanting to believe so hardcore that right. it's not. Cause you know, he, he painted this picture and the one girl, the first girl that's featured in the documentary saying like, I was just amazed with him. It's like, I'm always looking for love, like always looking for it. And she, it had seemed so perfect. She didn't want that bubble to burst. Yeah. Right. Well, also she, too, you know. like he had told each woman, like, I see a life with you and I want to marry you. And I really think, I think that he just like preyed on the certain type of woman who, um, desperate is not the right word. I just think it's just like the type of woman who just is like genuinely- like more vulnerable, vulnerable, I mean, willing to be like it, trusting. Well, I mean, it takes a they're certain just, type, you know. Yeah, like yeah. they're just they're just um they're willing to um be in love and they're vulnerable and they really want to be in love and find a life partner. And I think he just took those you know, women who were willing to be vulnerable and took advantage of them and manipulated them into thinking, 
oh, this is going to be a life partnership. And if you genuinely believe that and you've seen this person swipe their card, you know, to pay for the Bentley and they pay for the private jet, like, you know, it's weird for you to be like, oh, well, I'll just open up a credit card and then like, it'll all even out in the end. And then it's like, oh shit, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So anyway, watch yeah. it. It's just, so I, it's definitely an interesting. Yeah. If you show. haven't watched it, you should. Um, I think. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's really good. Um, it's very interesting. I will say I kind of, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of felt like at some points I was like, okay, let's get on with the story. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, like kind of in the middle, I was kind of like, okay, like, let's like keep going. But for the most part, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely interesting. I'm, I'm I just happy find it, to know about it. Yes, me too. I just feel like I'm like watching it. I was like, I like, let's say my longest friend from like 10, 15 years ago needed money. I would do it. I think, but I'm like, if it was someone I was just dating for a few months, I, I don't, I I'm the type where I think I would just say, no, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I wish that I could help you. I just don't have it. I'm sorry. I just could never do it. I couldn't. Cause I would just, I, in the back of my mind, I'd be like, no, I can't. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I, did, I literally deny myself like many things because I'm like, I can't afford it. And we're talking things that are $50. <laughs> So why would I give you twenty five thousand yeah, dollars of money? I don't hundred percent. And in it, I don't know. Your enemies are not. I'd be like, yo, you gotta get some. Like, yeah, you gotta go to the police. Okay, well, yeah, like will, you need will, you need to get some help. I will say one of my in reference to that one of my favorite um, trends I've been seeing on TikTok like the past week or so have been girls being like, oh, if you know, if my boyfriend asked me for twenty five thousand dollars, like on a loan or on credit. It was just like, bye. Like, like bro, yeah, that's crazy. But that just goes to show his manipulation because he made yeah. them believe he was rich. So you're like, oh, I would not give him 25 grand if he's going to give me he's good for it. grand yeah. back. Yeah. He's yeah. good for it. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I mean, super manipulative for sure. The worst. Yeah. All right. Well, so, um, just speaking of shows before we move on, I think we were going to watch the, um, inventing Anna. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's watch that this on week. Netflix. Um, and then next week we're going to just talk about it. So if you're interested in that whole story of Anna Delvey, um, watch that series. I'm about halfway through. Well, I had COVID. So I had a lot of time in my hands last week, last this weekend. Um, I had a lot of free time, so. but it's, it's pretty good. I would say at some points it's kind of like a little too dramatic, but it's, it's, it's good. I would say, yeah. I would say yeah. The, the first episode is like a little weird, but once you get like an episode in, um, give it to episode two before you, you know, check out or decide yeah. you're not going to. And I yeah. love the actress that's playing her. Cause it's the girl yeah. from Ozark and I yes. love her. Yeah. yeah she does awesome. a really good yeah. job. So I was kind of like, I Googled the actual journalist who the show covers. And I guess the girl that journalist did an interview. Um, and she said that Julia Garner's 
um, accent is spot on to Anna Delvey's. Oh, wonderful. Like pretty interesting. And her accent is really strange in the show. So when you hear that it's actually, that it's actually spot on, it will be kind of shocking, but Oh, okay. It's pretty okay. good. It's pretty good. It's kind of dramatic at points, but yes. Yeah. I okay. highly recommend Anna. And we will talk about it next week. Perfect. Bye. Should we do faves and self-care? <laughs> More scammers, you know? More scammers. This girl, scammer. she's on another it. level. Yeah. Yes. Let's do Claire, it. What's your favorite this week? And what is your self-care that you're doing? Um, okay. Uh, yeah, well, my favorite this week. I don't think I've mentioned this. I've jokingly declared this year is my year of art. Um, I've been trying to do different oh, things. I've not publicly said this. Okay. Yes, yeah. cool. I've joined the art museum. I've gone to oh. a gallery show. I've done a few different things. And so one thing I wanted to do for myself for my birthday was buy a little piece of art from this artist that I like. And we're talking a very small piece of art. Yeah, but um, something you want. Yeah, yeah, and it came in the mail today. First of all, so that was very <gasps> exciting. Yay! Um, and the um, I want to give a shout out to the artist because yeah. I think I think the art's very cool. It's um, it's kind of quirky. She makes these. I think it's a woman. On I honestly am not quite sure, but I feel like I saw a picture of her. So I'm going with woman. Um, her name is Morgan Elvington Walker and her, um, Instagram is by Melvin G, but I think M E L. Yeah. But, um, and she mainly makes these little paper faces that I just Mm -hmm. think are so cute and cool and funky. And so I got myself one of those and it came in the mail today and I just, I love it, but I'm really into art right now. I mean, I've always been into art, but I've just tried to make it more of a focus of my life because it's something I do enjoy and it's something that's worth paying attention to. So I'm just enjoying kind of incorporating that into my life a little bit more. And, um, I'm really excited to have my little piece of art that Yay! I got. Oh, that's so, cool. So fun. Yeah. And follow, follow her on Instagram because she makes all kinds of interesting stuff. If you're into it, I mean, art, that's the beautiful thing about it. Subjective. Um, but I think it's really, really neat and funky. Um, and my self care is something I've done forever, but didn't have a word for it. Um, the word, probably a year or so ago now I started hearing that it was called slugging and I <gasps> like, and I've yes. always done it because I'm, I grew up uh, in a Vaseline family. Um, oh yeah. I put Vaseline on my lips every night of my life and I put it on my face to lock in my moisturizer at night. Mm-hmm. And that is called apparently slugging. Okay. slugging. Um, and I love doing it. I was really trying to think, I was like, well, what am I doing for self-care? I don't feel like I'm doing anything that interesting. I don't do anything out of the ordinary right now, but then I just, I'm just here to stand on the hill that is Vaseline and say, Vaseline is the you real have my heart. <laughs> yeah. Vaseline, you have my heart. I love you. Um, but it's yeah, the real one. So slugging is like when you, you moisturize your face, do your whole skincare routine at nighttime. And then, yeah, you just kind of slather on, uh, I think the word, I think it's called petrolatum is the ingredient that in Vaseline, Aquaphor, CeraVe. So something like that. And then you just kind of 
put it on your face and kind of do it in an upward motion and it seals everything in and just mm-hmm. really helps with the dry skin, especially in the winter time. And it makes what I used to do when I was a little bit younger. So before I was really wearing makeup and all that, like probably 10, 15 years ago, I would just do wash my face and leave a little bit of moisture on my face and then just slather Vaseline on after that. Oh. And my skin glowed in a way that, uh huh. I mean, I looked like a little angel from heaven. Yes. Um, but, and I don't know if I should do that anymore because I think I need a little extra help now that I'm a little bit older, but anyway, I mean, I love Vaseline. My friend, Amanda and I are always talking about, she's like, are you part, why are you partial to Vaseline over Aquaphor? What's a, and I'm like, I don't know. I just, I grew up with the Vaseline and yeah. I love oh, it yeah. and I support it. And, uh, I mean, they're both basically like the same thing anyway. Yeah. They're very similar. They're very mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. Um, I love Vaseline. I've, I, I grew up in a Vaseline family as well, but for some reason in adulthood, I've gotten obsessed with Aquaphor in the squeeze bottle and I'll put it on my hands before I go to sleep. Oh yeah. Great. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I love so that good. for my hands. I've it always, yeah, so, like you just feel like you're really putting some moisture in your body. When oh you yeah. 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 If you've got those dry cracked areas of your hands in the winter oh, my time. hands right yeah, now if, oh if you just put some of that on there I swear it does it works a miracle yeah um, another suggestion is um if you have dry and cracked feet put it on your feet and then put a like wear socks yeah. to bed and sleep with them on and your feet will be like little baby butt when you wake up yeah yeah so then you can just let- say rue look at my feet he doesn't care. He doesn't yeah, care. Neither does Lexi. Actually, the one thing that really is irritating about the Vaseline of it all is having a cat in the house. Oh my and god! I just feel the pet, like the cat hair, gets stuck to me, and then I just have oh. hairs on my freaking face. Same. Mm. Well, yeah. I sleep with an eye. I, I sleep with an. Eye <laughs> I live in a very good. luxurious home. <laughs> well, I sleep with an eye mask on. So like my, I feel like my eye mask, I mean, I already washed, like every time I do laundry, I wash it. Um, Mm -hmm. so, which is, I mean, like, I feel like I'm washing it like at least once a week, but like, I feel like that's still not enough, but like, I, like there's still like a little bit of like, even if I sleep with like a gel mask on my face and even if it dries and I put the eye mask on over when I go to bed, I mean, it's still, there's no way for it to to stop it from rubbing on it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gross. Um, my what, favorite, what thing, yeah. this week? my favorite thing this week is kind of unexpected. And I think I saw, so it was like last year I got, I'm not like 100% back in dedicated, but I found myself making some purchases from Abercrombie and Fitch. They yeah. have really started appealing to those of us that were obsessed with them when we were 15, 16, 17. Now they've kept up with us and I appreciate it a little bit. So I've seen everyone on TikTok talking about the Abercrombie curve love jeans. Oh my God. I've seen that too. So yes. So I got an Instagram ad. I got a pair only because they were on sale for like $40. I have them on right now because they have curve love straight, which is kind of the looser now, but they also have curve love skinny, which I'm still dedicated to skinny jeans, especially for like Uh work. If I'm going to wear jeans to work, I feel like they need to be skinny. Um, love. They're like tight at the waist. They fit your waist, but then there's the curve love part of it is then there's more room for like your hips and thighs. So it's like the sizing. I feel oh like it just God, fits. That's my dream. Yes. I feel like yes. every time I buy jeans, it's never, they just it never either fit, fit your right. waist or it fits yeah. your thighs it and it's too big It fits my waist and my butt. And then I have to wear like a belt 
or it doesn't fit my waist and my butt. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> I got these and I just got, they just came the other day. They're like, well, let's stand up. I'll just, I don't feel like standing up. I just got like the dark skinny jeans. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Those just, ones are really, oh yeah. I saw those yeah. at work today. Those are really cute. Yeah. You saw them today. Yeah. yeah they're just dark really skinny good. jeans, but they're Abercrombie, but they're curve love. So it's like, they just fit and they're stretchy enough. I've worn them twice. I wore them yesterday and today because they're so comfy and I got them on sale. Dirty girl. I'm filthy. Ugh. I'm really liking them. And I kind of want to get more pairs they, in the uh, straight. Would you, know. would, you, would you say they're true to size? Yes. Like I got my normal size in them and they fit. Cause I was kind of unsure. I was like, do I order down a size? Do I order up a size based on, but no, I just ordered my normal and they fit really, really well. Um, so yeah, curve love. So I want to try more in the straight, which is what everybody's talking about, but I thought I'm just going to get skinny and I love them. My self-care is, as I mentioned off the top, I feel like I'm having some breakage in my hair. And I think it's because of, for my job, I heat style it every single day of my life. I think I'm having some breakage. So I finally broke down and bought Olaplex. I knew you were going to say that. I knew number three, it's the, I'd gotten a sample maybe a year ago and I may have told you about it clear, but I finally broke down and bought the bottle and it's that Olaplex. Everybody on TikTok talks about doing their Olaplex bun where they put the stuff in. I did it last night. I put it in my hair and I got in the shower and was like shaving my legs, doing the whole routine, exfoliating and left it in for 10 minutes. And then I rinsed it out and shampooed and conditioned. I don't know that it did as much as people say, but I'm like, maybe if I start doing it once a week, maybe I'll see a difference. I just feel like it could just be with a winter dryness, but I feel like my skin, my hair, my lips, everything about me is so dry right now. And I was like, I'm finally doing it. I'm buying the Olaplex. I'm just going to be that girl and just jump on every TikTok bandwagon I see right now to help with moisturization. (laughs) Why not? You know what? I'm just glad that women are no longer keeping all these secrets to themselves. Share, share, share it. You share with the class and you scream it and you let everybody know. So just know they're doing that. Honestly, Mm -hmm. You know what else I read about, or I saw like a video, I think I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I don't know who. Yes, it is. Okay. Sorry. Um, I like that. That was good. Thank you. Um, (laughs) it it was talking about for people who do have to heat style their hair every day. It's not a Mm -hmm. product. It's a device. It's this L'Oreal steam pod. And so it's like a straight, it's like a flat iron. Okay. You put it's steam instead. And so it looks like a flat iron, but like you put, there's like a little thing that you fill with water and put it in. And so when you're doing that, it's not heat from like the plates, I guess it's like steaming your hair in a way. Oh, and so it's not supposed, it's not supposed to be as hard on your hair. And okay. my favorite influencer, Lindsay Silberman loves it. And so her down. I, I love her because of you. Yeah. And I Thank just feel like rest. she wouldn't recommend a, a bad product. And she was okay. just talking about it. She wasn't sponsored by it. And so I thought it was interesting. I don't know. I've never tried it, but maybe if I'm going to look her up right now. Yeah. Lindsay Silberman, she's, she just turned 35. She used to be a journalist Ooh, and now she she's an influencer. Those, um, candles. Yeah. She, yeah. And yeah, she, she created hotel lobby candles. Oh, I see is, her here. Oh, Silberman. Silber, yeah. not Silver. Silberman. Silberman. Follow. Yes. I love her. She looks like a Barbie doll, but, and like, you're thinking, oh, she's going to be annoying this Barbie doll, perfect life. And then you follow her and you realize she ain't nothing like that. Oh my gosh. It's on her story right now. The L'Oreal steam pod, not an ad, just an unsolicited endorsement after two martinis. Oh, do I love this girl? Yeah. Um, She's amazing. Oh yes. I'm sorry. I can watch this later. Um, We're in the midst of filming or taping our podcast. Okay. Jacqueline, what about you? 
Um, okay. So I would think my, so my favorite thing and my, and my self-care thing I, um, am doing this week. Um, I am getting LASIK. Oh, so exciting. <laughs> you guys, I am so excited. I cannot even, you're going to love it. it. You're I was, going to I've been it. shaking in my boots all week because I cannot wait to never wear my glasses ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate the way they sit in my face. I don't like them. I've had them since third grade. I've loathed them ever since. Um, I am so blind. Like my eyesight, you guys, I, I cannot explain it enough. It is trash. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I just, I literally cannot wait. It cannot come soon enough. And I'm, oh. I, and I, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, oh, it's very my, exciting. It's no, Jacqueline, it, is, <laughs> it is a life-changing moment. Like you will, I had it done, I think in 2015 or 2016, I was like, you had had glasses and contacts since I was in, for me, I didn't get them till eighth grade. Um, but then I had them for 15 years and I, was a little weirdly nostalgic. Like, oh no, I'm never going to wear glasses or contacts again, but we'll forget that after the next day, I was like, bitch, I don't need y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it was the most life-changing procedure. I truly forget now that I'm like, oh yeah, I used to have to take my contacts out every night and then put them in and then go to the eye doctor and have to get my glasses fitted and da, da, da. Mm, the whole you thing. just, the whole thing. And so truly LASIK is one of the best things that I ever did. Jacqueline, you were going to love it. It's such an investment in yourself. It's time-saving. You just, I mean, it's just a, it's a miracle procedure. It truly is ridiculous that someone figured this out and you're getting it done. And I'm so happy. I I just, I can't wait. And I'm so excited about (laughs) it. And like, I just, I really don't know what else to say other than like, I think if I, after they do the procedure and then I sit up and I can see, like, I'm definitely going to cry because I'm not kidding you. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, so I'm wearing glasses and I I've had to wear glasses all this week because of this procedure. And so right now, if I didn't have my glasses or my contacts in, if you like stick your arm, like straight out in front of you, like I would not be able to see my hand. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so crazy. Like, I'm at the point with like my, my contacts where like, sometimes I forget to take them out. Mm. because, and not the opposite. (laughs) Like I would never forget to put them in because I would just actually not be able to see anything. Um, yeah, I'm very, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm very excited. And so so happy for you. When do you get it done? It is Wednesday night. I get it done. Um, Thursday morning at 1030. So, um, by the time you listen to this, I probably will be laying at home in like a dark room. Yeah. Um, with those weird glasses on my head and I cannot wait to, um, yeah, just share with the class about what's going on, but (laughs) that's just, that's like my favorite thing and my self-care because I, Oh, it is for so long for, for me to be able to actually do this because if you have glasses, um, you have to wait so many years until your prescription basically evens out before your doctor approves you to get LASIK. 
So I've waited a long time for this to happen. I'm very excited. I'm oh, so happy for you. That is so exciting and wonderful. Yay. Oh my gosh. We'll have to check in next week and you can just sing its praises. It is truly painless. I remember I was freaked out at the concept of someone touching my eye, but I had no pain at all during the procedure. So you're, say, it's a cakewalk. It's a cakewalk. Oddly and oddly enough. Um, the concept of someone touching my eye while I'm awake does not weird me out literally <laughs> at all. Yeah. That's, and that speaks to being a lifelong contact wearer. Like you just yeah, don't like, care. I'm like, I'm like, Oh, someone's going to touch my eye. Like that doesn't ca- like, I don't care about that at all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I think you're like, right. Because like when it comes to like my teeth, I'm like, please just sedate me the whole time. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Jacqueline gets LASIK and she doesn't care, but she has to be put to sleep to get her teeth cleaned. Oh, seriously. Teeth cleaned. I'm, like, I'm like, please, I don't want to hear any of the noises. That <laughs> See, commercials, when they say this, they have sedation dentistry, that term just like cracks me up. I'm like sedation dentistry. Sedation no, dentistry. honestly, honestly, like I, I should, <laughs> that's where I should go because like, yes. I can't, like, it just makes me like, ugh, like when they, when they have little tools and they're like, they Oh have, yeah. They're like clickety clack clack. See, I don't care. I love the dentist. I get to watch HGTV the- and sit back. Always. Oh. Always. Oh my God. It grosses me out. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I just, I can't wait to update you guys on, um, I can't wait to hear my jury tomorrow. That. And I know I'm going to have to wear those little glasses for like a few hours, but they said by Friday, I'll be able to drive, which is wild. Yeah. The recovery is honestly miraculous even now. Cause yeah, like I got it done so long ago when it was still, it felt like I was ready to go within days. And now this many years later, I get, yeah, I bet the advancements are Yeah, They're like, miraculous. my post-op is, um, like Friday morning. And they're like, I'm like, Oh, like, should I have someone take me? They're like, Oh no, you'll be able to drive yourself. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> kind of weird. One day later, aren't you on Vicodin? No, or no, value. Or no, they, they put, they give you volume um, like before, like right when you get there, just to calm you down. And mm. then they give you some sort of like pain medication. I don't, I can't remember what it is just after it. And then that's it. Cause I knew someone who got it after you Haley, like mm-hmm. probably three years ago. And there was no way that person could drive themselves home. It's probably different yeah, where what? you go or what, because I had such minimal pain. I took one pain pill when I left the office and never had to take anything again. Well, not not um, drive me home from the actual procedure, but the next day. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, like oh, oh no, way. no, the next day, the mind. next day post-op, I was like, oh, someone should obviously drive me. Right. And they're like, mm, you'll be able to drive. And I was like, are you sure? Oh, are you yeah. Sure? Yeah. No, that, I, yeah. I agree that I, yeah. Okay. That, yes. I was like, wait a second. No. I don't know what no. back alley operation you've stumbled into, Jacqueline. <laughs> but please we call it out. Jacqueline's like, I'm getting it done in the back of a van. Like it's so like cheap. I love it. I mean, they're coming I really trust here. These guys. It's mobile. Yeah. It's like a mobile spay and neuter van. I feel really good about it. Yeah. I mean, where else would I go? <laughs> I love it. It's funny. Hello. All right. All right. Look at we us go. The A Block. Make sure you're following us on all social media. What is our email? The A Block Pod at Gmail. That's it. That's yeah. it. Thank you to our sponsors, Relics Bridal. Thanks to KSR for having us on their podcast network. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. We love you. Um, and if you do really love us, you will tell a friend and then um, rate us five stars and yes. give us a written review and then tell your other friends to subscribe.
And then email us yes. about it because we love to hear uh, it. Yeah. We do. We love hearing from you guys. Tweet at us, Instagram message us, slide into those DMs. We're desperate to hear from you. I have no friends, truly. So I need the interaction. <laughs> okay. Claire. It's Claire, but you have your art. Okay. I do have my art. Yeah. So remember face, that. So I can talk to it. I just, fo- yes, I just followed your artist. Don't just what count that. The, well, now I can't think of it. By Melvin G. Yes. I just followed them on, on Insta. And the first, the latest post is, is liked by Claire Crouch. And I was like, I knew it. There she <laughs> is. I like them all. I'm obsessed. She likes them all. And then Lindsay Silberman. I'm on. I'm on to you. I got all the Instagram recommendations. All the Insta recs. All right, gals. All right. We've done it. See you guys next time. TTYL. Lila's. Adios. <laughs> Lila.